It's just what the doctor ordered. It's time for your daily dose of awesome. Check your hate and negativity at the door as mom, wife, teacher, and lover of life, Cindy Liming shares awesome, fun-loving tips on how you can bring positivity, fun, and laughter into your life and into the world. And now, here's your host, Cindy Liming. This is a Spiva Media production. It's just what the doctor ordered. It's time for your daily dose of awesome. Check your hate and negativity at the door as mom, wife, teacher, and lover of life, Cindy Liming shares awesome, fun-loving tips on how you can bring positivity, fun, and laughter into your life and into the world. And now, here's your host, Cindy Liming. Hey everyone, welcome to my show, Your Daily Dose of Awesome. My name is Cindy Liming and I talk about all things that I find to be awesome in this journey called life. Last week, I talked about finding peace in nature. I had a wonderful time traveling out west to the Grand Canyon and Mesa Verde and the arches in Utah where I was up to my eyeballs in nature. And I'm not complaining about that. I absolutely love being in nature as long as there are no bugs and it's not too hot or too cold. But otherwise, I love being in nature because I get a ton of peace from being outside. Really, no matter what I'm doing, whether I'm going for a walk or if I'm weeding in my flower beds or washing my car, I just, I don't know, I just totally feel more peaceful when I'm outside. I've been home now for two days and I've been longing to find peace in nature once again. And the only way I've been able to do that over the last two days is by weeding. So I haven't really had a chance to get outside much because of, you know, how it is doing the laundry when you get home from a vacation and all of that. So I've been inside quite frequently, but um, I just feel like I need to be outside. And when I do, I go outside and I weed my flower beds. And I don't know about you, but I love, love, love to weed my flower beds. And the squirmy worms and slugs that I come into contact with, they don't even really bother me much you think they would because they're kind of gross, but they don't even bother me. And anyway, I find them to be kind of fascinating. And I also enjoy taking before and after photos of my flower beds. I'm not sure why it is, um, but it is so therapeutic to me to see a nice weeded flower bed. It's kind of like a representation of my mind like the weeds or the clutter and it feels really good to get rid of it <laughs> and often when I'm weeding I'll listen to a podcast or an audiobook or whenever I get a phone call I just take it outside to my flower bed so that I can weed while I'm on the phone it's definitely quieter out in my flower beds than it is in my house with my kids you know how it is. They never really need anything until you get on the phone and then everybody needs something. But speaking of my kids, the awesomeness that I'm going to share with you today is about why I feel that slime is awesome. And stop right there. Don't turn this off. 
Seriously, you might be rolling your eyes, especially if you're a mom of young children. I get it. But please hear me out. Slime is still awesome despite its messy aftermath, even if you don't have kids. And I'm going to tell you why right after a quick break. Welcome back to the show. Holy cow, you came back. You stayed and you are willing to listen. I am going to tell you why slime is awesome. Most of you know I have a spunky little seven-year-old named Haley. And yes, I am guilty. I let her watch YouTube on occasion. And yes, some of it's ridiculous. Sometimes she watches other kids play Minecraft. Sometimes she watches people doing the latest dance craze to the song called The Get Up, I think it is, or something like that. And sometimes she watches these teens or preteens just vlogging their lives. And you can totally tell they're staging things to make their lives appear more exciting than they actually are. One time I was watching YouTube with her and um, there was this group of kids. I think they're probably like in their 20s maybe, but they do these weird challenges like who can stay in a hot tub the longest. It's really kind of dumb and mindless, but really, who am I to judge? I mean, sometimes I'm getting sucked in watching it right along with her. I have to admit that. And you know what? These kids on YouTube are making millions, I guess. I guess once you have so many followers, you get paid. And by the looks of the mansions that these kids live in, well, they're obviously making more cash than me. So I guess maybe really I'm the dumb one. (laughs) But anyway, that's my little side rant about YouTube. But however, it really isn't a bad thing. Not all the time anyway. I think anything in excess is, is not a good thing. But Um, A little bit of YouTube here and there isn't actually a bad thing, and I'm going to tell you why. And what I've noticed about YouTube is that Haley will watch something and then want to try it herself. She does some seriously amazing things for a seven-year-old in Minecraft. So grown-ups, if you haven't played Minecraft yet, you really need to play Minecraft. It's free on your phone. (laughs) And you can play with your kid or by yourself. I'll be honest, I've actually played all by myself before and I really, really actually find it to be fun. So um, if you play with someone though, sometimes if you want to, you can be in the same world as them and it's really fun. So often, even if Haley and I aren't together, we can play Minecraft together and it's, I love it. We have a good time, but she does some really amazing things. And it's like, when I see what she does, I'm like, how did you learn how to do that? And she learned it on YouTube. So Minecraft is actually a video game I can support because it allows kids to problem solve and be creative. Um, and I really think that they need to do that. And honestly, I'll be, <laughs> be totally honest with you. If I had more time, I would probably play Minecraft more. It is kind of mindless, but I think that's a good thing because it like kind of calms me down. <laughs> And the same thing goes with slime. Haley watches videos on how to make different types of slime. And then I get her whatever she needs to make it. And then sometimes she follows the recipe from what she learned on YouTube. But lately, she's been pretty inspired by what she watched. And she can come up with her own recipe. And she has a ton of fun trying different things. And often all you need are things that you already have around the house, like toothpaste or white glue, food coloring or shaving cream. 
And we've made slime out of all sorts of things and discovered that there are all kinds of types of slime. So here's a quick little snippet of Haley's favorite way to make slime. Um, uh, uh, I'm Haley and I want to tell how I make slime. So, first, first, um, you, um, put f- soap in and just mix it together if you want. Um, that's what I like to do. And then you get glue and mix it, mix it together and, um, then you add shaving cream if you want, um, but if you want to be ma- want to make um, jiggly slime, you don't add it <laughs> for any slime you do. Um, any activator you want, like borax and hot water. I like um, what's it called? Contact solution baking soda. And that's how you make slime. And what's your favorite? Which kind? Um, I think fluffy, like fluffy slime and stretchy slime, like combined together. But your favorite activator is contact solution instead of borax. Yeah. Okay. Contact solution in baking soda. It has to be baking soda with it. Okay, very good. Thank you, Haley, for sharing your favorite recipe for slime. And I will put all of her favorite brands and ingredients in uh, the show notes and on my website, which is www.yourdailydoseofawesomepodcast.com. But I enjoy making slime with her. It's fun to do something childlike every once in a while. And yes, I know it's messy, so there are a few rules that she has to follow. So number one, she's not allowed to leave the kitchen with it. So I don't want her to get it all over my carpet. She has to stay in the kitchen where we don't have carpet. And number two, she has to clean it up. She has so much fun making slime that she's actually willing to follow those rules for the most part. So she like doesn't clean up as well as I'd like her to, but um, she's a work in progress. (laughs) But I love it because she's actually like from a teacher's point of view using the scientific method. And I am a science teacher, so I use these moments with her when we're making slime together to kind of talk about the scientific method. So often I'll ask her like what kind of slime she wants and what does she think we should add or uh, maybe get rid of the next time we make it so that it becomes stretchy or fluffy or whatever type of slime she wants it to be. And I also love it as a mom because she's not sitting around watching TV. And lastly, my whole family gets involved. So sometimes McKenna, my 15-year-old, she'll make slime with Haley too because it is fun. It's just fun to make slime. And Christian, my 17-year-old, who isn't really into making the slime, um, but we'll leave it on the counter, and he too, he'll just sit there and play with it from time to time. If I haven't convinced you that slime and YouTube, for that matter, can be a good thing, then I suggest trying to find other ways to get your kids active and off of their device. And I know that this isn't easy all the time. And yes, my own child is often on her iPad. And for the record, I never judge a parent when I see their child on an iPad, like at a sibling's basketball game, or if you just need a break, I totally get that. However, I see a lot of kids watch other kids play video games, and I totally get that. If they're going to play the game themselves and try to solve it, 
Um, but uh, sometimes I see kids um, uh, watching the YouTube solve a game with like no intention of even trying themselves to solve it. I mean, like back in the day, I had to play Mario Brothers without using YouTube to figure out how to solve it. So let me just say, I'm super proud of myself for figuring it out all by myself and not having anyone to tell me how to do it. So there's something to be said about figuring things out yourself. There's a really, really good feeling about that. Now, here are a, a few other ways that I try to get Haley off of her iPad and Netflix, for that matter, without leaving the house, and it doesn't cost a thing. So perhaps you, even if you don't have kids, or your kids, if you have them, would enjoy these uh, little tips that I have to share. In my book, it's totally okay for grown-ups to do kid things from time to time. In fact, I encourage it. Life is too short to be adulting constantly. So here are four free things besides slime that I encourage Haley to do instead of being on her iPad or on Netflix. So number one, so besides slime, again, I know this is a messy one, but I'll let her mix things together that she finds in the pantry. And sometimes the concoction is edible. So yes, we've tried her version of banana bread. And yes, for the record, it was actually yummy. And it's kind of funny because she likes to either freeze it or microwave it to see what happens. And again, from a teacher's perspective, this is the scientific method. Number two, go old school and build a fort. Yes, again, it's messy. It's not messy like slime. But in the scope of the world, the mess to me is not that important. Make a deal beforehand that they'll have to clean it up or they won't get their device back. And sometimes, um, Haley and I, we've even put a blanket down inside the fort and had our lunch. So as an adult, this is still fun, to me at least. Number three, and I don't know if everyone can do this. You can only probably do this if you have like two stories and perhaps a loft in the house. But um, often Haley will make a pulley. So like we have a loft area that is over the living room. So sometimes Haley will tie a jump rope to one of those fold out hampers and she helps. And I'm saying that with like air quotes, <laughs> me clean up the downstairs by me putting the things into the basket that are downstairs. And then she uses the pulley to haul the stuff upstairs and then put them where they belong. So it is, it's kind of a science thing once again because she's making a pulley, um, but uh, I'm getting the living room cleaned up and she's putting it away and she's kind of helping me and uh, it's fun, actually. And number four, uh, make crafts out of things you're going to put in the recycling bin. Now, I did this when, Chris, when Christian was little. I mean, he's almost 18 now, but I would let him go through the recycling bin and let him make pretty much whatever he wanted. And um, another fun thing that I did with that was I made a photo album of all of his inventions. So it's really fun now that he's older to look at the different things that he made when he was like five years old. Um, Haley likes to make vending machines out of Amazon boxes. So we have a lot of this sitting around the house. Um, she saw it on YouTube and um, now she makes them using her own ideas. It's actually pretty cool. Um, I have to help her when she's making a vending machine though. So what I have her do is I have her draw lines on the box with a Sharpie um, where she wants me to use a box cutter to cut. So I don't want her to use a box cutter. Um, and then uh, I even taught her how to use a glue gun. So um, when she has to glue things together, um, 
she can use the hot glue gun. And we also like have had to make like hinges and things to like hold up things. So I've taught her how to like make things stronger and um, make some other interesting things with the cardboard and the glue gun. But honestly, any kind of box and maybe even just some washable markers, they don't have to use the glue gun. But a box and markers um, can buy you hours of time to get other things done. So these are just some things that I encourage her to do um, to just break up the summer and to get her off of her device um, from time to time. So I'm curious, what are some fun ways that you get your child or maybe even yourself off of your device? Are there any activities that you do that are traditionally for kids? If there are, let me know in the Facebook because remember, it's okay to be childlike. It's fun and we need to have fun. Um, so if you haven't joined my awesome face group yet, go to www.facebook.com slash group slash YDDOA when you're done listening and jump into the conversation. And if you found this episode to be helpful, hit subscribe and share this episode. You can also find me on Instagram at your DD of awesome or on Twitter at Cindy Liming, which is C-Y-N-D-I-L-I-M-I-N-G. And I've also included links to all of Haley's favorite slime ingredients in the show notes and on my website, which again is www.yourdailydoseofawesomepodcast.com. Have an awesome, awesome rest of your weekend and make some slime while you're at it. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.